talk about respectability politics for a while, and now I feel like I have the perfect reason to. When I found out about Will Smith's smack at the Oscars, I was speechless, which I don't find myself being often. Like, I had no words, really no strong opinion. I was just shocked, and I went online, and I saw take after take, and I was like, does no one feel what I feel? Like, nothing? I think it's because I've been slapped in the face multiple times, so it's just not shocking to me. Like, it's not some crazy thing. And maybe that is sad, but it's honestly just real. But it did bring up a conversation I have a lot of opinions on. Respectability politics. I have to admit, I was a bit upset when I realized that it had happened because I knew what would unfold. A lot of nothing. A lot of white outrage, demonizing, and racism. Just anti-blackness in general. Growing up black in America, you always know there is a way to act and speak in front of white people. You don't give them the chance to call you out of your name. You code switch. You try to be on your best behavior. And it's so sad because all of this sounds like we are living in fucking slavery. Like we will never be free. But sadly, because of those people who were so excited to demonize black people and compare them to animals and aggressive and call them big and say awful things like Judd Apatow, who implied that Will Smith could have killed Chris Rock, and Ethan Klein, who implied that since he slapped Chris, he abuses his wife. I felt a cage put up more than ever. There are events like this that happen in history that change the trajectory of black people's lives, that change how they feel, like how they can respond in professional settings, things like this and the election of 2016, etc. A feeling of fear. Because of Will Smith protecting his wife's um, because of Will Smith protecting his wife, racists will look at all of us as abusers and someone who doesn't know how to control anger. They can't separate one person from an entire race. How small their brains are, sadly. But that's not the only thing. This all leads back to a black woman's pride being diminished. Respectability politics and hair. Jada doesn't look the part anymore. After suffering from her condition, Chris poked at something she cannot change. It's something that probably haunts her every day, the loss of her hair. And that's not something the majority of white people or women can understand. White men bald all the time, and they don't lose respectability or status at all. In the workforce, hell, it might help them even seem more mature and better suited for a job, but not us. We face microaggressions and discrimination because of our hair every day. It's the reason that the Crown Act is alive and fighting to help women each day. There are all these discussions around black women and fake hair, but why not the discussion around why we don't feel comfortable with our natural hair? What about the fact that the woman decided to take her disease by the balls and defy society's standards and just go bald and not take that as an opportunity to make a cheap joke about it? I once heard to never comment on someone's appearance unless they can fix that thing in five seconds or less. Maybe that should be directed at jokes as well, Chris Rock. To anyone listening, it's okay to not have a side picked on the smack debate. I don't really have one either. And it's kind of embarrassing that with as many things that are going on in the world, that this is a thing that the internet decides to hone in on and focus on and act like it creates some unfolding in our lives. When we're not celebrities, we're not in this position, we have no idea about the history between those two men and what took place. (sighs) anyways everyone just remember it's okay to breathe live your life love your hair and body and never be embarrassed because of who you are 
You are a light in every community that you are a part of. Thank you for listening and love to all those struggling with alopecia.